This week on the podcast, it's the pink puffball, but with no powers? What the fuck? It's Kirby. Dreamland. Kirby's Dreamland on It's So Bad this week. Hello, Chris. Hello. How are you? I did it. You, Kirby's Dreamland. You got there. Is the name of, of the game we're doing this week. The first Kirby game came out on Game Boy in 1992 from HAL Laboratory. Um, we are adding this platformer to our endless list of video games, which currently goes from number one, Super Mario 64, down to number 178, Dark Castle. This is our 179th entry. I feel like we've been in the 70s for way too fucking long. <laughs> I always like when we go up another 10. Well, it's, well we're done now. So, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> got your wish. <laughs> Well, uh, yes, so our 179th entry. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Follow us at It's So Bad Pod on Twitter. It's So Bad Pod at gmail.com is the email address. Um, Chris, what is Kirby's Adventure? And how did we get here? Was this my pick? I think so. I feel like we were, I feel like we were kind of, it was part of the discussion of um, blind spots in our list of like, you know, big video game properties that we don't really have represented yet. And uh, uh, while Sonic always kind of remains that discussion, uh, we seemed a little bit more open to uh, <laughs> patching that Kirby hole. So uh, so that's how we got <laughs> the Kirby that's, The Kirby hole. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's how we got here. And, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a cute little platformer. Um, you know, that's it's what it is, about six levels of cute little platforming. <laughs> Uh, I was actually kind of, it's been a long time since I've like actually played like, uh, um, an original Game Boy game and, um, I was actually kind of taken aback, like how well this runs plays for like a Game Boy platform. Like in my mind, I kind of remember most platforms being choppier and this one felt like very close to like NES quality on, on that front. Yeah. It was actually programmed. It was on programmed a on a, sharp on a twin, twin Famicom, wasn't it? Yeah, the Twin Famicom, the one that had that Sharp made. They licensed out the Famicom in Japan, and it had a cartridge slot and a disc system slot. It's really cool. Uh, I would love to have one, but they're like five hundred dollars mm. these days. Um, and I just have it just to have it. I would never use it anyways. <laughs> um, but this is our fourth Game Boy game on the endless list. Um, we do not have that many. Um, in terms of the Game Boy. Uh, so we have Gojira-kun, of course. Uh, what else do we have here? I think we have two different spellings on her. <laughs> oh, maybe there's no... How, how does this say four? Do we only have one? I'm, I don't recall doing another original Game Boy game besides Gojira-kun. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely did. So we had uh, Home Alone, which oh, we talked oh, about right, last right, year. Right, right. And then Tetris also. So those are like... Oh, Although, yeah, aside from, I guess, aside, yeah, Tetris, yeah. Aside from Kojira-kun, none are, like, really... I guess Tetris is mainly known for the Game Boy, but this is also, like, a Game Boy exclusive, I would say, um, as compared to... Uh, those other ones are not. Um, 
but yeah, our fourth Game Boy game on this list. We need to do more Game Boy games. I know. Now that uh, Gen- now that I got my Super Game Boy uh, working and uh, running on my CRT, I was like, yes. I was like, I need to like find my old Game Boy game collection, and I need to get some more Game Boy games. I wanted to do. Um, it's like bad. I know it's bad, but I still want to play it. I don't know why I want to play it. But Teenage Mutant Turtle Ninja Turtles: Fall of the Foot Clan. Oh <laughs> it's god! Like a f- yeah. S- <laughs> slow action platformer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I would say this is like this has definitely impressive graphics. Kirby's Kirby's Dream Dreamland has impressive graphics for its time, and for the uh, Game Boy, I think even at this this is the same. This came out in 1992, which was the same year that uh, Super Mario Land 2 came out. Mm. And I think even even that game is a little choppy compared to this. Yeah, that's very smooth. That was kind of like my memory, especially with like Super Mario Later. It's like I feel like it, there's like a little bit of like a blurriness like as it scrolls, and uh, that, this felt like a lot cleaner and a lot smoother yeah 1992 the same year that had brought us super mario kart sonic the hedgehog 2 which was not uh choppy whatsoever final fantasy 5 contra 3 the alien wars and um wolfenstein 3d all in 1992 um i would say yeah super mario land 2 was the other big game boy game did you have a game boy back then i did i did i had um i had the super mario land games it's funny how it's like back then it's like um, I think I feel like Nintendo did such a good job marketing the Game Boy. Like you just knew it as the handheld system, and I never used to think of the games as like being, for the most part, for being step downs from like Nintendo games or Super Nintendo games. I just thought they were just like different but high quality games right. until, until I got the Game Boy port of Mortal Kombat, and then I said, <laughs> "There is a this is not Mortal Kombat on the go." I um I think I had a super super Game Boy before I had a Game Boy, but I had to, eventually had a Game Boy, um, but I definitely had was like, I think I got got it when Donkey Kong, nineteen ninety four came out on mm. the Game Boy. Um, but yeah, I had like Terminator Two arcade game. Fucking loved that game on the Game Boy. I don't know why. Yeah. Still look back at it very fondly. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even imagine, not to get like too sidetracked, but it's like. I was like playing. Um, I have a Japanese version of the Game Boy Advance, and I was, and I was like just playing games on that. And it's like it's what the model that's not backlit, and like, and I was like, how did we like ever do this with like first the GBA or like the original Game Boy? Like, I just have no idea how we got by with that. No, I don't either. Because I've like tried to play. Like, I think I even tried to put this in the original Game Boy, and it's, like, very hard. Yeah. I cannot see shit on this thing. Yeah, and I just don't ever remember it, like, bothering me back in the day. I don't know, maybe our... No. <laughs> it made our eyes I feel stronger. like also... Yeah, I feel like also when we were in the highway, and, like, it was nighttime, and, like, the lights were flashing, I have vivid memories of driving home from, like, hockey practice while trying to play the Game Boy in, like, two-second spurts while the light, oh. light passed overhead and Oh, God, I actually kind of have simple memories, too, like, like taking, like, long rides with my parents, like, at night and going, like, all right, there's a lot of highway lights here. This will be good. <laughs> Fuck the Game Boy. It was fucking awesome, but also it sucked at the same time. We did not know better. Um... Nevertheless, Kirby's Dreamland. This game, uh, made by HAL Laboratory. Um, do you know who the person who made this game was? Um, his last name is Sakurai, but he's like not. Yeah, Masahiro. He's... Okay, yeah, I didn't remember his yeah. first name. Mas- Masahiro Sakurai. He made this game. Do you know what he also made? Is and he is known is for? Is he the Smash Brothers guy? Yeah. Okay. He's the Smash. I'm Brothers not. I like never played it. Yeah. Like really played much of the Smash Brothers game. So a lot of the lore is is lost on me. 
Whew, I've played all of the Smash Brothers games, except for really the N64 one. A fucking shitload. We don't have a Smash Brothers game on this list, do we? No. Do we? No, that's another another hole that needs to be plugged. God damn. God damn. Um, yeah, Super Smash Brothers, he is known for. You might have seen him in his Smash Brothers directs uh, that he's done. Uh, he's the guy. He's the Smash Brothers guy. Okay. He also made Kirby. Um Kirby originally was known as Popopo, um, but they changed its name. I think that uh, Sakurai, or not Sakurai, Miyamoto wanted it changed in honor of John Kirby, an American lawyer who basically saved Nintendo. Did you know this? No, I knew. I knew uh, that the, I knew the original Popopo name, and that I knew that like Kirby was like, a graphics placeholder, but I did not know that he's named yeah. after a lawyer that saved them. Yeah, so John Kirby uh, defended Nintendo against Universal Studios when they released the original Donkey Kong. Oh, um, okay. For the because Universal Studios sued them about the King Kong trademark, and John uh, John Kirby successfully defended Nintendo, and because of that, they were they would have been sunk and put out of business if Universal Studios won that lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, so they and John Kirby also is a was a civil rights lawyer in the '60s, um, so they named the Kirby, uh, the character after him, which is very funny to me. <laughs> um, this kind of puts a little bit of a new spin of that game. Uh, but was, is, isn't Kirby like also like a big factor in like the smash brothers lore? Like, isn't he kind of like the hero of some of the games? Yeah. The last game, he was the last after the, all the characters got mur- viciously murdered. <laughs> Kirby was the last one left and he had to save everybody. Okay. I mean, there's no real story to those games, but that was the opening cinematic. That, that's what I saw. And I was like, Oh, I was like, I was like, Kirby's getting the rub here. All right. <laughs> I mean, Kirby is like one of the, I would say now one of the main Nintendo uh, franchises. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Like you have, Number one, Mario. Number two, Zelda. Then what is next? Like Smash Bros. and, and Mario spinoffs? <laughs> yeah. Like Mario Kart and Mario Party? Yeah. yeah. Well, but Kirby's like in that, is in that second tier with like a Luigi game. Yeah. They're, they're trying to get Fire Emblem. Yoshi they're game. trying to get Fire Emblem to that point. But it's... Yeah. That's <coughs> hard. I think Fire Emblem's at that point. Yeah. yeah. I well, think they've been at that point since Awakening. Yeah. It's like they're trying to make like Marth like retroactively the face of that. But uh, I think that's going to be a little difficult. That seems a little difficult to do. But they're trying. But anyway. the, yeah, the next one. The next one looks interesting. It actually kind of the, the it's iconography and aesthetics. When I've seen it, I forget what it's called. Like engage or something. The one that's coming out soon mm. has Martha in it um, again. And the aesthetics remind me of a mobile game. So I'm curious to see what that. Yeah, looks that's, like. that's what it. That's what it seemed like to me. But <laughs> um, but anyway, Kirby. Yes, Kirby. Um, yeah, so this is the story of this game is there's a there's a big huge penguin I think King Day 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 who comes down from Mount Day 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 and steals all the food from in Dreamland and Kirby volunteers to save the day because that motherfucker's hungry because he's gonna suck in those enemies and he's gonna blow them out. Yep, yep, and he's <laughs> that's, yeah. That's what he does. So it's it's I feel like you know a lot of people. I mean, I remember this being like a, a pretty well-regarded release when it came out, but I didn't I didn't play it when it came out, but I did get, like, the NES game Kirby's Adventure that I'm sure, like, more people have, have played, and while it felt very similar to that, the, the, the fact that it's, like, you don't have the ability to absorb any powers from 
people that yeah, do it in the sequel. That fucked me up. Made the game. Made the game that feel. Me up. It made it feel so simple. Uh, even though it's like yeah. it's kind of cool though that you have a character that sucks in enemies, blows the boat, and also can kind of fly, like with just by hitting up. You know, like it was like it's there's actually like it's beyond like a little bit basic, not much beyond basic, but still it, the fact that like, it, it felt so stripped down without that one feature. Like really, kind of stuck with me like through the whole game. Yeah, I mean Kirby's known for uh, sucking in enemies and then turning them into powers, and this game that does not happen, as I alluded to at the very start of the uh, podcast, and I was shocked. I thought that that was in this because I have I so in terms of my history with the Kirby franchise, I played Kirby's Adventure. I've played it a couple times actually. I love that game. I think that game is probably a, a top ten to top twenty NES game. Yeah, that's a of that's all time. an amazing game. Yeah, it's a really good game. It's it's not like super. I think that game does a much better job of like balancing difficulty with uh, balancing the difficulty. I would say it's on the easier side, but this game is super fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and then like I've played other the other game that I played is the uh, Kirby's Dream Course because that game is fucking sick, and we should add that game to the list. <laughs> was that the racing one? No, that's the uh, the golf one. Oh, okay. <laughs> That game's awesome. I love that game. Um, it's one of my favorite golf games of all time. Um, but yes, what a, those what are a the long games list that, that must be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have never played this game, and I, I I was very shocked when it went and played it, and it was like a half an hour long. I was like, "What the fuck?" I don't think I even died once either. The only times I died in this game is because I felt like sometimes the controls like weren't super tight in the sense that it's like I found myself like just taking off to fly randomly like if i was like maybe like trying to like move back and forth like really quick like the slightest misdirection sent me into the air and i think that's like i took a couple like hits from like the boss gauntlet at the end and i think that killed me i think that was it though uh so just so we're clear here in terms of how long this game is so it's five levels and i watched a play through this afternoon which was 22 minutes long. <laughs> and it wasn't a speed run. It was just a playthrough. Yep. 22 minutes. Yep. But, you know, it's 22 minutes of a very, very cool art style, very cool aesthetic. Uh, yeah. You know, the game, I think the music's really good. Yeah. The music's great. The game yeah. is very easy, though. Um, you know, the bosses are, are well designed. The bosses look cool. I think you. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Day Day. I always thought it was Dee Dee. But like the the final boss fight with like King Didi or Dede, whatever, in like the in the boxing ring, throwing the bombs, like that's fun. It's good times. Hold on, I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Because uh, in Smash Brothers, they say they say his name. Oh, it is DDD. You're right, DDD. DDD. I also that's forgot that was, I forgot that it was Smash three Ds, but. Uh, DDD. But yeah, I mean, the, the boss fight with DD is cool. Um, DDD. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. It's, I, get, I got all positive things to say, but it, it is ultimately the end of the day. Like, you know, I kind of hate to hold, like, its sequel against it, but it's like, it feels like a very basic, basic game without, as opposed to what, it, what it, it's going to become. Yeah, the um, the tree, Wispy Woods, I think is what its name is, mm-hmm. is like super iconic. Yeah. It's like in every game. Yeah, and that, you know, like, it's, it's, the, it's the box art cover. It's like, 
you know, I, I feel like that always stuck out in the advertising too. Always seeing that, going like, "Look, I was like, this is this is worth this is worth a checkout." Yeah, did you play it back in the day? I don't think, don't know if I asked that. No, I didn't. I only I started with the the Nintendo one, and I used to and I played the shit out of that game because that game was incredible. Yeah, I feel like for Kirby's Dreamland, not so much Kirby's Adventure. There was like a big marketing push about around it. I don't, and I like vividly recall this. Yeah, um, but I don't know if that's actually apocalyptic. No, I I, my, I my recall part. Kirby's Dreamland being like marketed way more than Kirby's Adventure. Like I like yeah yeah to the point when I, I got Kirby's Adventure as a kid, like I probably actually thought it was like Kirby's Dreamland at first, like for how intense the marketing was. Dude, Kirby's Dreamland or Kirby's Adventure is so tight. There's those like bonus stages where you're doing the claw machine, the UFO. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's tight. That's tight. Well, one year, one year from from this week, we will do, we will do uh, Kirby's Adventure. It'll be Kirby Week to start yeah. next Thanksgiving. Yeah. Beyond the bosses, though, we mentioned there's the flying ability you suck and you can throw things back. Um, but there are power ups, so you get invincibility. There's curry that allows you to spit fire, which would become a power in the next game. There's a microphone, which would also become a power in the next game. There's a leaf that makes you fly. There's like a shoot 'em up stage in this at one point. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I I mean I really like the game. I just think that it's like incredibly short. <laughs> it's like so short, it, and it feels like a rough. Looking back on it. I'm sure it didn't feel like this at the time, but looking back on it, it felt like a rough, rough prototype for the Kirby's Adventure game. Yeah, that's um, that's what that's the feeling that I kind of can't keep shaking with this game. That it's like it feels like a yeah a test game. You know, it it feels yeah. like this would be like a like game you unlocked like in the NES game or something is like a little like bonus episode or something. It's just it just um you know. It's just it's just lacking features to like really set it apart, and it is way 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 too easy. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, did you know that there's a uh, level called Castle Low Low Low? I did not realize that. Yes. So the second stage is Castle Low Low Low, and that's a reference to one of your favorite games, Castle or Adventures, Adventures of Low Low. Because yes, because Hal Laboratory also made that game. Right. Right. Um, is uh, that is that dude is Lolo in Smash? No, um, no, I don't think Lolo is a Nintendo property. No, because um, Hal is still not owned by Nintendo. Hal is owned by Hal. They're just a second party developer for Nintendo. Well, they could you know, they could license them out. They got like Final Fantasy guys in there. Yeah, I mean they also do. They've done a bunch of Fire Emblem games too. So, like. They've done a lot of Nintendo properties in there. So they have a very good relationship. I'm sure they could get Lolo if they really wanted him, but I don't think there's really a demand for Mr. Lolo in uh, 2022. Actually, that that like design, I I was looking, I was trying to find out if the same artist worked on those two games because like one of the bosses looks exactly like Lolo. They're like ones that push the blocks. Oh yeah, back yeah. and forth. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where does this go on our endless list? Um, will this podcast episode be longer than a complete th- playthrough of the game? Is what I want. <laughs> well, we'll just have a really long debate to get to get through that. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking kind of towards um, not the very bottom of the list, but I'm kind of looking like where the other like you know Game Boy yeah. Game Boy Advance games are, like Gujira Kun, and, um, and then further down like Scourge Hive and the GBA. And it's, you know, I feel like it's in between those two. And I don't think it's better than um, Gajira-kun because I 
just I think the puzzle aspect of Gajirakun adds more difficulty and gameplay depth than than um than what Kirby has. Kirby's like just too short, too easy, and um yeah, I mean that's kind of really it. It's just too short, too easy. Yeah. I kind of want to like say no. I wanted above Gojira-kun, but at the same time, I think that that game is is has more. You're right; it has more depth. It's longer. It's an actual game as opposed to like a cool little novelty tech demo thing. Um, and I actually I don't think I'd put this game above like a Blades of Steel or an Ice Hockey or a Pokemon Snap or a Devil May Cry. So you're probably right. Is this game better than Cruisin' USA? Um, I, I never played a lot of Cruising USA, but now I'm looking back at that range and go, like, is this game better than Butte League Football? Is it better than Alex Kidd and Miracle World? I think. Maybe. I think it's better than Alex Kidd and Miracle World. Yeah, I think so. Then, yeah. then I feel like it kind of settles right in that Portopia Gunsmoke Paperboy uh, area, which for, uh, we didn't even say oh. any numbers, so Gajirakun for reference is 136. We are currently talking about is it games better? Than in the 145-ish area. Is it better than Paperboy? Um, I don't know. I think I'd give the nod to Paperboy on that. That's that's a little bit more of like a intense arcade action. So, arcade like action. I would probably agree. The, I think the gameplay loop in Paperboy is probably a little bit... Uh, better than this game. Yeah, I think I think sure. I think this is kind of like right where like we're. I think I think these games are kind of on par. Actually, I I forgot to mention this. Now I might have said in our, in our Discord chat after you beat Kirby's Dream Land, and I didn't do a playthrough of this. Like you can actually unlock a hard mode, and like I played through the first level on it, and it's like super hard. <laughs> and I was like, this should have been the game from the get go. Is it just faster, or do you take more damage? Do you know there's, what it is? There's more enemies. Um, they have different attack patterns. Like, when you get to, like, the Wispy Woods boss, like, he, mm-hmm. he um, in addition, like, how he drops apples out of the trees, like, those become spikes instead, like, bouncing spikes. Oh. So it becomes, like, much, much harder. Interesting. But you're not going to get um, credit for an unlockable boat. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Let's So, 144, what do you think? Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. We have a new number, a 144. It is, um, what's this game? Kirby's Dreamland. I can never remember the name of Kirby games. I don't know why, but like Kirby's Dreamland, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, Kirby's Adventure, they're all very similar. Tricky naming conventions. Yeah, it was like Kirby and the Seven Stars or something like that in Japan. This one, I thought, I thought this one was just like Kirby Star, or Star Kirby uh, Star World, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I forget. Kirby of the Stars is what it's called. Like Ultraman, we'll go with that. <laughs> but yeah, I think we uh, barely just just got there. To uh, you could like literally do a playthrough of Kirby's Dream Land to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you could. When you start the podcast, you should just fire up Kirby and you will not you will be done with it by the time this podcast is over. Well, congratulations Kirby's Dreamland. You are number 144 on our endless list of video games, our 179th entry. Chris, do you know what we're playing next week? Um no, cuz it's not the episode I'm doing. I'm I'm back in 2 weeks, right? 
No, you're back next week. Oh, next week? Oh, okay. I shifted it up. All right, sick. Uh, Yes, we are doing a vampire-themed game uh, outside of Halloween uh, after we just missed October, (laughs) but we're doing our first uh, unreleased video game. So we will be playing Drax Night Out, sponsored by Reebok, I believe. (laughs) Cool. We'll be doing that next week, but thank you so much, Chris. Why, thank you. Thank you.